well, boys, I got this business idea, okay? But I'm going to need extreme amount of tax subsidies in order to start this business. I want to... Now, I think I can get them, because I just donated to Brian Nowak's campaign. Oh, yeah. And what I want to do is open a pierogi and kielbasa shop in Chiquitawaga. Never work. <laughs> yeah. It'll yeah, never it's work. Tough sell, oh, man. Yeah. Tough sell. That's why I need the tax subsidies to get me yeah. by the next 12 years. Right. And, when, and with the, the price of, like, onions and sour cream right now. Yeah. You're going to have to have, like, an aggressive marketing campaign to convince the people of Chiquitawaga to get into pierogies. What about kielbasa? That might be a little bit more manageable. All right. All right. Well, I... I Maybe I can throw some guampki in if it's not enough. Yeah. I can add three things to the menu. I, I mean, like... What do you think? Do you I think, think a reasonable subsidy for something like this would be like $250 million. <laughs> I think so. Uh, we could also record our podcast from said destination. Oh, 265 then. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what do you guys think? Oh, you know, we... Uh, you know, a little, little we like, for we like We like kielbasa. We like... Pierogi. We like so Brian we, Nowak. And well, we, we like subsidies. We like free money from the government. Well, we've yes. established that the business idea is so-so. But what do you think are my odds of getting a tax subsidy from? I mean, from Cheek to Waga. Are can we guarantee that you like you'll misuse the funds? Oh, oh, hundred percent. Pretty good then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of buying like you know a hundred pounds of. Boss, you buy a thousand pounds on accident. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, this is socialism, right? According to a lot of chuds on Twitter. Yeah. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's socialist. You don't want them to forgive your student loans. You want them to give you two hundred sixty-five million dollars, which yes. you can use some of it to pay your student loans off, and then the rest to just waste. Fucking bingo. Yeah. Well, then you can take all that money and then offer student loans to other people. Right. You can. You oh. can start. You can be really enterprising. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kilbasa mm-hmm. University. Yes. <laughs> Kielbasa U, KU. The Glumsky campus. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the old red and white. <laughs> the old fighting pierogies. <laughs> fighting pierogies. <laughs> Get stuffed at Kielbasa. <laughs> <laughs> then there's going to be like a Kielbasa state, you know, it's going to be a whole rivalry. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The Kielbasa state. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Wow, this is going places. You got to dot the I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With what? With uh or what, what topping do they use? No kielbasa? I don't know. You can, you can get chili sauce and you can put onions on there. Right. Dot the I in onions. Mustard. And sauerkraut. Mustard. Kraut. Oh, yeah. Oh, kraut. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Kraut. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That all sounds delicious. And I'm excited to uh, this enterprise for you, Snake. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I'm, uh, I'm on the road to you know, better places. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the square. The it's nude party. The nude party. Uh, <laughs> North, welcome North, back to the square. It's week Notre eleven. Dame? Oh, uh, week eleven. Week eleven of of we're in the playoff hunt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's we're we're out kicking our coverage. We certainly are uh, are out kicking our coverage because we have wonderful listeners like you who, for whatever reason, tune in to us. Eh, maybe not every week. You got you're busy. You know. There's no expectation. You got stuff going on. Mm-hmm. We get it. Maybe you're, you know, those people who like listen to like podcasts, like three of them in a row just to catch up. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's somebody right now mm-hmm. who's listening to this to try to catch up on the news. All right. So a person that is doing this in the future, I assume, um, 
it's better here now. Wherever you are in the future, it's much worse mm-hmm. than what's happening now. And that's saying something because now kind of sucks. So wherever you are right. is even worse than that. And I'm I, sorry. I, I assume you're an archaeologist in the years 3042. Catching up on and, and the news of the week. Catch, and, and this is your only way to understand whatever happened to Buffalo, New York. Jesus. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome if like somebody studied this podcast for the, the history of well, Buffalo? Well, we already you know, established that it's the center of the universe at right. this point, at least for the past year or two. It's center of our universe. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we are here talking about the news. Yep. The news, it never ends. It never fails, but some people fail. Mm-hmm. Some oh. some people fail, Jim. Some people win bets. <laughs> some people win bets. <laughs> some people lose bets. <laughs> some people lose bets. Pretty bad. Uh, that's right, listener. That would be me. Re lost the bet. Carl Palladino did not bring home the bacon. It was close. Yeah, but I said it wasn't going to be close. Oh, yeah. whoopsie doodle. Yep. That's um I wasn't here last week. Uh but you know uh Snake, you know, basically argued what my point was and you know, he had the advantage of having been in the southern tier with me and we had talked right. about this and yep. I had spent like because if you had asked me yeah. like don't think for a second that I come up with my own ideas, listeners. If, if you had asked me like eight days before the election, I would have been like actually like six days before the election, I'd be like, Carl's gonna win in a walk. But then I spent like five days in the southern tier and I was like Oh my God, Carl's just totally conceded the entire Southern Tier. Uh, so I reached out to our friend Rusty. And I was like, hey, what's the uh, Republican enrollment by county in the new 23rd? And uh, he confirmed my suspicions that there were more Republicans in all those counties in aggregate than there were in Erie County. And I was like, uh oh, this, <laughs> this is a bad strategy by Carl. Uh-huh. And I, now I will say, like, you know, like I kind of I understand the strategy. In one point, and like, and I'm just this is just pure speculation, but I think 2010 Carl campaigns in those counties. Yeah, I think he's just too old now. I think it's not. There's no easy way to get to low energy, low energy Carl. Right, and like Carl Palladino is very rich. According to Investigative Post, had he won, he would have been like the seventh richest member of Congress. But even with that, he's not travel by helicopter rich. And so, like, you know, like he, like, he didn't go to even, like, Dunkirk, which is, like, the easiest population center in that district outside of Erie County. He just relied entirely on the Buffalo media market would carry him. And, like, it did. Like, if you went to, like, northern Chautauqua County, like, that Fredonia-Dunkirk area, there were a fair amount of Carl signs. But once you got past, like, I don't know, like, Gary or even before then, like maybe like Casadega Valley, mm-hmm. it was like none. There was not a fucking Carl sign to be found. And the other thing was that uh, Langworthy did very cleverly um, was that he didn't. He wasn't campaigning just by himself down there. Everywhere you saw the Joe Sempolinski signs, who was running to f- fill the last four months of Tom Reed's district, there was a Langworthy sign right next to it. He was running a very coordinated campaign with all those county committees down there and with the Sempolinski for Congress campaign. And so he was able to effectively spread his money t- twice as far. Uh, and so, like, you know, when we talked about in July, I was like, man, I can't believe Langworthy didn't go to, like, the 4th of July parade in Lancaster. It's one of the bigger ones in the district. Well... I now realize that, like, he, he had incorrectly strategized that, like, I just have to keep it as close as possible in Erie County and I'll and win the rest. And so he wasn't in Lancaster because he was 
down in the southern tier at parades and shaking hands. And, you know, the other thing I know about, like, having done some work in the southern tier is that those people are routinely ignored and not considered like they actually matter at all in the state. So if you show up just a little bit and say, you're a valid human being, you matter just as much as those people in Buffalo, they love you. And yep. again, we saw that in the results. You know, we're like, uh, other than I think like Cat County was like, like 55, 45 or something like that. Pretty much every county, Langworthy won like 65, 35 or 70, 30, like just absolutely smoked him in all the rest of those counties. And, you know, on a primary night, you know, it's like quarter to 10. And there's people on Twitter saying like, oh, my God, I can't believe Carl won a uh, seat in Congress because the Erie County results right. came in right away. And so I even said I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I, I don't think it's I don't think that's the case yet. I don't like you're counting it too early. Um, so the counties, the results came in very late. Yeah, I mean, well, like, yeah, when you're like, when you're like, you're counting results by horse-drawn buggy, right. it takes a while to get them in. Um, I like how our boy Buffalo Troll was like, oh, well, you know, Nick Langworthy, like, shame on you for running such a poor campaign, and Buffalo Troll was like, this is hands-down proof positive that uh, that Carl is going to lose. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know the rest. Well, it's, and Buffalo Buffalo Troll also was like, uh, like, I said, like, well, they're all these counties are, and he's like, well, they're we little counties. I was like, yeah, but they add up to a bunch. You know, like the analogy I was, I was explaining to a couple of friends. I was like, Ernest, the Pomeranian. I'm not afraid of one Ernest, the Pomeranian, no matter how angry he is. Like, like he's bitten re like maybe he'd bite me and like, but like, I'm not like, I'm not going down, but like seven or eight coordinated, very angry Pomeranians. And I might be in trouble. And that's essentially what happened was that the Nick Langworthy Pomeranian Wrangler uh, <laughs> was able to defeat Carl that way. Well, I'll admit to being guilty of having the Erie County blinders on. Um, and, and Carl's campaign, I mean, man, the assault was there. Everything you saw, whether it be, I don't watch too much television, uh, cable television, I should say. But he was on cable TV, as far as I know. Uh, he had ads on there. The Carl Country signs were insufferable. They were everywhere. But that was a strategy that Carl had, that even if you were, you know, Joe dipshit from the Southern tier. If you drove into Buffalo or, you know, you were on the highway, you'd see Carl country. You're projecting mm -hmm. Carl as the nominee. Um, I mean, he doubled down on that. And I think you're right, Jim, had he done even a modicum of work in the Southern tier, we'd if, probably if, have a different result. Right, he goes to Jamestown. Like if he goes to Jamestown, like twice, if he goes to, I don't know, like, like does it like a campaign stop at like Houghton college and like spend some time in Allegheny County. You know, like, I'm not even at telling him he has to go all the way to Hornell. And, like, I didn't get that far. I only went through, like, Allegheny, Cattaraugus, and Chautauqua County. And when I realized that, like, he wasn't campaigning there, I knew that, like, the further east, like, he definitely didn't touch then. He didn't, like, skip over the three closest to Erie County and but spent more time in, you know, like I said, like, Hornell. That, I knew that was not the case. So I knew that he just conceded those counties. Um, I also think that, like, Carl's strategy against Nick if we had an open primary system in, in, in New York State, probably works anyways. Because conservatives can then vote for him and, and blanks can vote for him. And it, it might work. Nick knew that as state Republican chair, he could leverage and get Republicans out. I don't know that he, he, it's as effective um, if he's got to get all those blanks and independents and conservatives out as well. Yeah, I mean, this is a classic case of, you know, the institutionalist understanding the rules of the game, understanding the pieces that had to fall his way. And I mean, 
props to Nick, Nick Langworthy, mm-hmm. not for being any kind of decent human being for beating Carl Palladino, because let's get it straight. Nick Langworthy is also a giant piece of shit. In case, in case you were curious that we were celebrating in the streets that Carl Palladino wasn't going to be in Congress, Nick Langworthy is going to be in Congress, arguably is going to be worse for a lot of the people that... Yeah, you know, disenfranchised people because he's so much younger and he will be there longer and he will be entrenched and probably will just end up as insane as Carl about 30 years from now. Well, I mean, I don't know that he's not as insane as Carl now. He's just better at filtering it out. I mean, that was another thing that I brought up. It was like, like if Carl won, yeah, he'd be an absolute embarrassment, but like he wouldn't be effective. Fuck, Nick could be like speaker of the house in like 15 years. Like it's insane. I mean, like, the person who probably had a really bad day that day as those results came in was Elise Stefanik, who, oh, yeah. who oh, yeah. you know, basically wagered all of her importance in New York State by endorsing Carl, not just her national figure. And, you know, she's like the third ranking Republican in Congress. And now she's on the opposite side of a incoming Congress member of Congress who also happens to be the chairman of her state. She's going to win her reelection anyways. But like. She's not getting a lot of fucking support from the state Republicans right now, I bet you. And this is all because she was mad that she didn't get the opportunity to get absolutely obliterated in November as the governor candidate. Like, yeah. that's, she really, she really wanted to run for governor because, like, like at least Carl's crazy, but, like, I think he at least realized now, like, well, I can't run for governor. Like, I tried that once and I got crushed. I, I would be fighting her on her home base in Erie County, and, like, there's no guarantee that I'd even carry Erie County this time, you know? But Stefanik and, as we'll get to, Lee Zeldin, like, are just, you know, totally insane. And for some reason, I, I think they actually think that they can win the gubernatorial race this year. And that is just so insane. Boy, Nick Langworthy really, he just won it all. Like, he, he got everything that he wanted. He's going to cripple his enemies. And he's going to come out on top. He's going to likely be a member of Congress for X amount of years and have... As, as long as he wants. A crazy amount of institutional power. Um, will we'll be dealing with him for a long time to come. Yep. So congrats to him on just having a good strategy. Yeah. So uh, I do want to like Props. quickly uh, primary night, like uh, Senator Ben whoops, whoopsies got obliterated. Uh, Eddie even worse. Whoops. Uh, the, the funniest result of the night to me though, was Joe Giambra who actually withdrew from the race and dropped out <laughs> still on the ballot, but was still on the ballot on both the Republican and conservative line. He still got crushed, but like, he got like twice the vote percentage that Ben Carlisle did, who was actually doing commercials, mm-hmm. uh, who was being supported by the Republican Party. Yep. Joel has like over like 400000 or maybe over $500,000 left in his campaign account from when he was county executive. Just a, a crazy amount of money. I don't think, even if he spent every cent of it, that he would have won against Ed Rath. But he probably would have a job in the Hochul administration at the end of the day if he did. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like the Republicans and like, uh, Ryan mentioned like Bob Joya, Sandy Magnano, uh, other like uh, Republicans were giving money to Carlisle to like they they just want like they didn't think he was going to beat Sean Ryan obviously, but they wanted to like make Sean Ryan waste some money and soften him up for the election. Turns out the one who looks weaker now is Ed, and had like the Democrats uh, you know twisted Joel's arm and maybe he maybe Joel is just you know so ideologically pure at this time that he'd be impossible to twist but I don't think that's the case um you know you know Joel Giambra sticks by his values sticks by his party <laughs> right um uh, but he actually could have forced Ed to spend every cent that Ed has 
because only Ed only has like 140,000 in the bank as you know right before the primary. Joel had more money than him. He could have actually forced him to spend every cent he had and really soften him up for the general. And I think that like the Democrats probably would have done something to reward him with something. Maybe they would have given him 265 million dollars for his uh, kielbasa and pierogi place in Chitawaga. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, not to you know make light. Uh, well, not not make light, but not to gloss over. I guess Max Delapia won the special election, no, right? Or, no, no or not the. Spe- I'm sorry, he won the the primary, right? There was no primary. What? Help me out. Max Delapia won, right? No, he lost to. Oh, Joe he lost. Oh, he, he lost. Oh, he lost to Joe Simplinski. In he the, lost to Joe Simplinski. I'm in sorry. The, in the special election, to again, kind of like the results we were seeing here in the. Uh, primary for the new 23rd in the old 23rd right. the uh ithaca results came in faster that's probably i i didn't think about that election at all because it's going to be nick lang really seat um right it's 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 just there it's just a you're just you know keeping the seat warm for four months and now you get to like have a wikipedia article that said you're a member of congress for four months right congratulations right. joe simplinski well all right then joe simplinski that don't, don't gloss over his win i guess but max delpia do you think delpia is going to run uh, in the he is. He is the right. He, he's already the he's Democratic the, nominee. He's the Democratic nominee. So, like, because that was one of actually Sempelinski's like criticisms of Delapia was that Delapia like not just was campaigning in the old twenty third, but that he was doing campaign events in Erie County as well, which isn't currently in the twenty third. And Sempelinski's like he doesn't even know where the district is, and Delapia's like obviously I know where the district is. You piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like, like I I'm running two races at the same time. Yeah. I can't run just in the old 23rd and then I, after August, it's like then like start moving into Erie County and eventually and just start showing my face then. Right. So, I mean, Adelapia did a pretty good job, I thought, in that election. But like, I mean, he has no shot. He's no Nate McMurray. No, I mean, who is? <laughs> who is? Oh, any other big results on the election eve? I don't think there's anything else jumping not, out. Not, man, not not anything local. But that was basically it local. Yeah. Um, you know, there was some stuff otherwhere in the state that was Im- impressive, but yeah, whatever. But yeah, that's for other people to talk about. Right, right. Well, on the topic of politics, Jim, uh, we had an interesting little article pop up uh, over the weekend on uh, in city and state. Lee Zeldin, the legend. Mm-hmm. Of uh, Zeldin. Not acting so legendary. Uh, Do you see this? The don't say gay law that Lee Zeldin wants to enact in New York State. Potentially. Oh, boy. Uh, You know, he's a a piece of trash, Lee Zeldin. I mean, he's a Republican. He's one of those guys who is trying to be the moderate Republican. But at the end of the day, you know what it comes down to. They've got to feed them the red meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what well, I mean, he's there's nobody in New York State is going to give him money because they know he's going to get crushed. I mean, they're they're going to give him money because they have too much money, so they're like, okay, sure, fine. Like, I'll just get another subsidy and I'll just wire the money to myself that way. This is, I'm sure, for like his federal fundraising profile and try to raise money out of like Florida, but like also like you know, like, I I think like a generic Republican probably gets like no worse than like 37 percent of the vote in in New York State. All Republicans, conservatives vote for them. You know, right to lifers, wherever they're, whatever party they're in. Uh, people who are just mad at like Kathy Hochul personally, like sure, like I think that is what the like the floor is. And 
Lee Zeldin is trying to get below that floor. He's actually trying to see <laughs> how low he can go. He's playing the game of electoral limbo. Oh. I mean, he, you know, let me, let me read the article here. I, it's just, I, I get it on a certain, like, like you said, Jim, I, I get it that he's trying to raise his federal fundraising profile, but this is just a dangerous game to be playing, I think. So article in City and State, Zeldin hints at New York version of Don't Say Gay Bill. The GOP candidate for governor wants to prohibit sex ed related discussions in classrooms up to the seventh grade. Republican Lee Zeldin may want to bring a may may want what a fucking not city and state. It's Lee Zeldin being a complete weasel here. Lee Zeldin may want to bring a version of Florida's Parental Rights in Education Act, also referred to as the Don't Say Gay Bill to New York. While speaking Thursday at the church of former New York City Council member and state Senator Ruben Diaz Sr., a Bronx Democrat infamous for past anti-gay comments and his opposition to same-sex marriage, Zeldin said that teachers should not be allowed to answer sex education questions asked by students as old as 13 in the seventh grade. Instead, the GOP candidate for governor said that teachers should notify the student's parents about the question and leave it up to them to answer uh, the teacher instead of trying to answer and using that as an opportunity to try to get all the other kids an education of whatever that teacher wants to say to that student and the rest of the class. Instead, the teacher should be required to go to the parent and deal with the issue at home. Zeldin told the New York Hispanic clergy organization at their weekly meeting, um, blah, 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 whatever, like whatever, dude, you're a piece of shit. I, I don't know why you want, I don't know what you're going to get out of this other than, again, throwing a red meat to just the worst people around. You're not going to win this election, so you might as well just go out in a blaze of glory and hope, you know, you have somebody to pump your money somewhere. It sucks. I, I fucking hate this shit. I hate that shit in Florida. It's going to harm the lives of, you know, gay kids, gay adults. And now, of course, it's coming here. Well, it, uh, they would have no problem with you answering that question if they knew that you were like, uh, like a MAGA Republican teacher. They're just afraid that you're not. So that, that's why they have to make it so that nobody can answer that question. And if a MAGA Republican, like if, like if some far right teacher did answer the question in a way that the far right would approve of and then got in trouble, the far right would be like, no, they're allowed to say what they want. It's so disingenuous. And like, and, and also like, you know, it, I, this attack on like teachers and educators by the, the Republican party is just so crazy. Like they, they've been attacking them for decades by trying to get rid of public schools by instituting charters and union busting. And now they're directly attacking them. I mean, can you imagine, like, you, in most states, you have to have a master's degree in order to be a teacher. And they basically say, you guys don't know shit about shit. We should just have their parents, who in most cases know absolute total dog shit. I mean, I think of, like, the George Bernard Shaw quote, which I can't remember it exactly, but it basically, like, the gist of it was, like, the worst people to raise children are their parents. <laughs> uh, it stinks, as Jay Sherman would always say. Moving on to other pieces of shit. Uh, uh, guys, the pun... God. Hold God. Yeah. He, <laughs> gone, he, God. He gone. Gone. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Smell you later. Mm -hmm. Yes, if you're living under a rock and you're not hip to what happened with the Buffalo Bills, they had a punter they drafted in the sixth round, Matt Ariza, who allegations came out that he was involved in a uh, 
statutory rape, gang rape of a 17-year-old girl while he was 21 years old at the university uh, or San Diego State University. Um, there was a lawsuit that was filed and the Bills took their sweet time getting rid of Matt Ariza. So much so, in fact, they came out with a tweet saying that we have performed a thorough investigation. <laughs> a thorough, thorough investigation. So fucking thorough that, you know, the whole part where the uh, the girl's uh, attorney came out and said, yeah, uh, our my client got tested, uh, went to the police the next day, had a rape kit done. Um, we informed the San Diego State uh, university administrators, the police, and um, you know the Buffalo Bills did a just a banging job on this one. I mean, I, the Bills obviously did drop the ball and did a shitty job of this, but it looks like like San Diego State University and the San Diego Police are doing a pretty good coordinated job of trying to hide this. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, she reported this literally the day after, and it wasn't until like an LA Times story came out like seven months later that anybody really knew about it. Yeah, I mean, so much so that like I read that other San Diego State University athletes complained inside, like they have like a, an internal reporting system that this that the university was like trying to bury this. Yeah, and I mean, it's just some of the gory details come out of this that you know he texted the girl the next day that he had an STD and you should get tested. Like this guy is just an abominable human being. Yeah. However, way you slice it, yep, piece of shit. And all right, look, good on the Bills for separating themselves from this dumpster fire, but they invited the dumpster fire in. You know, I know we had the, oh, the, just the, the weepy Sean McDermott press conference. I know he, he's never looked like this before. He's never, he's never been this upset before. Okay, fine. I will give you, he probably, he probably didn't know the full extent of this. I would think Um, probably knew that there was some sexual assault allegations, but probably didn't know the full extent of it, but that comes you know, directly on the bills for uh, not really doing their dil- due, due diligence, even though I think you're right that San Diego State yeah, but, swept it under the rug. Right. I mean, I I don't I don't necessarily blame McDermott because, like, I mean, that's not really his job as, like, coach. Like, this is goes to, like, the scouting and the personnel department and the GM. Like, they're the ones who are supposed to do the background check and make sure that, they, that everything clear, uh, is clear on somebody before they bring them into the program. But, I mean, whatever. Like, I, I mean... And the, uh, the other thing is, like, the response to this from, like, some subsets of fans. Like, the people who are, like, you oh know, my God. innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. The same people who are saying innocent until proven guilty. They're the ones calling people groomers. Like, right. what's the Venn diagram of those people who call, like, regular left-leaning people groomers? Right. Or uh, this guy, this guy, or, or her way into, like, the Jeffrey Epstein bullshit. Right. But they're uh, okay with this because good at football, I right. guess. Good at football on the team I like. Yeah. Right, like, you're like... Couldn't like wouldn't be able to wait to like you know like launch a guy into the sun for kneeling for the uh, national anthem. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know, guy rapes a child, and they're like, "Well, yeah, I mean, you know, let, let's hear all the facts." Yeah, yeah. No, fuck those people, and fuck Matariza, and I, I mean, my God, you know, there was a minute there I was like, "Wow." This is quite possibly the best Buffalo Bills team I've ever seen in my life. And I would have not watched the games. And they were going to fucking nuke yep. all of their goodwill yep. for the punter. <laughs> the punter. They don't even punt. They well, don't even fucking uh, punt, uh, and, and, and for, like, a rookie punter with no... It's not like this is, like, Brian Mormon, who, like, <laughs> was, you know, was idolized around here. Oh, God. Well, 
good good riddance to bad rubbish. Yeah, yeah get out of here. Whatever. Um, what's up with the? Uh, speaking of fucking disasters, car crashes. Oh, they're happening. It's ha- the Twin Peaks giant. It's happening again. It's happening again. It's happening again. You no, know, we we had that run of I think mostly old people running their cars into storefronts. I don't know what it was. It was it was some phenomenon. Yeah, it was shelved for a few years. Now it's back, and you know you're our Allentown correspondent. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm down. I'm down in Allentown. Yeah, uh, me and all the rats that hang around Allentown. <laughs> there's a lot. There, I went for a jog last night. There are so many goddamn rats. Oh, no, but there is also uh, apparently crazy car crashes now too. Because I was alerted to this that there was a uh, somebody's Instagram story of a car literally flipped upside down jutting out of a house on cottage street i it looked like something out of a cartoon like the car was just flipped on the roof into the house and then that same person on their instagram story had ring doorbell footage of the car going the wrong way from i think it was from allen full speed takes off just shoots up in the air and pow hits into this fucking house somehow apparently nobody died Nobody was seriously injured, including the driver who they believe like ran away from the scene. Mm. Incredible. They were probably drunk around something. I'd have to assume. Probably so, both. So, so they they weighed the odds and they're like, "Well, I'll take a you know flee, fleeing the scene versus a mm-hmm. DWI." I mean, you already won the odds. You didn't die flipping well, your car and well, driving into a house. They do have their lives. Right. Yes. Yeah. But it sounds like they were they were fleeing a, a fight or some t- kind of tense situation. Or my theory is that Vin Diesel was in town and they were mm-hmm. uh, filming a Fast and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Could be, could yeah. be, but yeah, that's. Uh, Are we mm-hmm. already up to seven hundred sixteen Fast and the Furious movies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fast and the Furious seven one six. Didn't now? Didn't we have another car crash of some note here? Uh, did it come home to Kenmore? I believe Snake. Oh, I don't know what. Wasn't there one you saw you sent in the group? There was chat? a shooting. There's a shooting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Love me. I don't know okay. the details on. I yeah. can't speak on. Oh, that's that, bad. Yeah. It's just shooting's yeah. bad. Yeah. So right. we so we we all had something bad happen in our neighborhood. You you had the car going 100 miles an hour the uh, the wrong way down Cottage Street. Mm-hmm. I that happened in my neck of the woods and in, in Diamond Gym. It sounds like uh, you've got some drama over there. Yeah. No. Uh. You know. In Lancaster. Very intense dog nappers. Yeah. So it sounds like this guy went on vacation. Trusted a neighbor, I guess, mm-hmm. with with his dog, paid him, and then what happened? Then a uh, guy gets back from vacation, and the the person watching the dog is like, "Hey, uh, dog ran away. Sorry." And uh, <laughs> and the guy's like, "That doesn't seem right. It doesn't sound like my dog." Uh, so then they eventually a couple weeks later, like they they get into the house because like they hear and they they're able to get like the dog warden and the police into the house. And and she has that dog and other dogs that she's apparently watched and kept, and like the dog that she was watching, like had like a broken leg, like had all these issues. <sighs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, I mean, so there were a bunch of dogs that had been kidnapped by this. Yeah, woman, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a very slow Cruella Deville. Oh my god, it's terrible. sick. It's so sick. Yeah, terrible. Leave those doggies alone. Right. Well, slow news week, guys. I, I you know, if we're missing something, listener. Listener of the future, and you know everything that has already happened, and you're mad at us for not covering it, we apologize. But, uh, yeah, 
I think we have a pretty. Oh no, we were missing a few topics, Ree. No, we're not. We got yeah, what the county kind of... tax and the weed subsidies. Yeah. You think people want to talk about weed on this podcast? <laughs> you think people like to listen to that? Okay, fine. We'll Come talk on. about the weed. We'll talk about the weed subsidies. It was, it was the whole cold open. And then we'll <laughs> talk about the weeds. All right. Well, you talk to me about the weed subsidies. All right. Well, uh, what was it? Uh, Rocco Termini's son. He's yeah. getting. Mad mad loot mm-hmm. uh, from uh, was it the state county yeah, yeah. The state uh, the state to start a weed growing business yeah. and uh, and you know the big joke is if you need however many millions of dollars to do that to sell weed you you're not a very good business person right yeah I mean what the fuck lots of people have been able to with very little startup <laughs> make a bunch of money selling weed it's like a brown zone like and like or brownfields and like they have to like. But they've been the state's already done all the like been doing the rehabilitation, yeah. Like, and because I, I saw people like defending this, and they're like, "Well, you know, if you want somebody to do this, like, this is just how it works. Like, you have to give them a subsidy." I was like, "No, it literally doesn't." If you are like, "Hey, like, hey, we instead of giving you a uh, several million dollars to grow weed in South Buffalo, what if we just don't and let you make a bunch of money anyways? Like, what if we just There's like an idea?" If we just rezone and say, all right, you know what? If you won't do it without, like, getting millions of dollars, we'll open it up to other people. Let's see if there's anybody else interested <laughs> in making a whole fuck ton of money selling weed. Well, you know, that's not how it works. Because right. the connections, baby. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is the trade-off, right? You know, we as, as good, reasonable people here say, all right, you know, we'd like to be able to smoke weed and take edibles and, and what have you and, and consume THC. The shitheads of the world, or just Erie County, have to get their taste from the state, and that's the trade-off. That's but uh, the other thing is like it's yeah, like yes, he's Rocco Termini, but like he doesn't live in West New York either, too. Like it's oh, again, like it's, it's another subsidy for an out-of-state person to make a bunch of money off of people in New York State. Like, but like again, because like he's a he's the son of a well-connected developer, the right-wing libertarian people like have no problem with him getting this money. They're not complaining about it, even though like this is like right up their fucking alley of stuff that they should complain about. And the, for once, I'd be willing to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck them. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I, I don't know. I'm not going to get too up in arms. Like, it's, it's terrible. No, no handouts for developers or their sons. <laughs> it's terrible. It's shitty. But the net effect is that, all right, there's going to be some asshole from a giant corporation selling weed. We don't want that. Well, we don't want it, but we also want people to sell weed. Well, we do want people to sell weed and, and not, you know, and not go to jail for it. Newsflash, they already do. Right. Um, <laughs> but the whole idea around this legislation was to help people most affected by the, the over-policing of marijuana. So this this is not that. Uh, I, this is not that. I have a little bit more cynical view. I mean, that was well, the stated sure. that was the stated goal, but the you know the actual goal was to make a fuck ton of money for people like Rocco Termini's son. Right. Yeah, but this but, is something that make he- that makes headlines. You think right. they could have been a little more subtle, right? Because realistically, they could do both. Re they can make a fuck they ton could. of money and also help people who are adversely affected by this. They could, but like, it's just like well, it's just easier for them to do it this way. We know how this works. We're used to giving him money. <laughs> oh God! Uh, what about this county tax thing? Uh, that was I, uh, today. Uh, oh, Paul yeah. and announced that uh, next year's budget, like he has, why well, he doesn't have the budget put ready yet, um, that uh, he is going to be cutting the county tax rate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't have, like they have a massive surplus. Sure, because you know, like 
with the real estate market being as hot as it is, like I know a lot of county workers that make way below what they should. Right. I mean, it it could be you know, they did hard to find workers in this market too. I'm sure they're hurting in that department. They they did go like 12 years without a contract. Right. He could try to like renegotiate and right size the 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 white collar contract with the the county. Um, he could say like, all right, well, if he literally held taxes the the same, yeah. It'd be no problem. But uh, help me out, guys. Next year, is it? Oh, man. The county executives race. They run next year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's, that's probably just a coincidence. Yeah, yeah you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Just kind of stars align somehow. Yeah. So, uh, and but the other thing is, like, he's tr- like he'll be able to say, in, in and in good faith, that he cut taxes that year. But people who got their homes reassessed and to it, like, a much higher rate might pay more out of pocket anyways. And the Republicans then will say, well, your taxes went up because they did. Yeah. And they'll both be saying things that are like technically accurate. And I think most people won't be like, well, but my tax rate went down, but I, my house is worth more. So uh, uh, no, they're just going to go, Oh, I pay more in taxes. I hate Mark Poland cars. Yeah, you don't think right. the fine people of Erie County are, are nuanced here, Jim? No, I, yeah, the, the are, people. It's about their finances. The, the people who want to withdraw from the county and join Genesee County. <laughs> no, I don't think they're nuanced about their personal finances. Damn, uh, damn, tough out, tough out here to be a county executive. Well, I'm proposing a kielbasa tax. Yeah, to help me directly. Right. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Mark Poland cars, if you're listening to this, uh, is this just like a Termini Sun kickback here, Snake, right. just to help you personally, huh? Yeah, well, I, I'm not related to the Terminis, but yeah. I, you could I, be related to some. You know, I want to. I want to start a new, um, you know, new new empire, right? New and family the, empire. And then we have to like we have to all go to like the Buffalo Harbor and have a Buffalo kielbasa party. Yeah, it's not what you think. It's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, no! Oh yes. Well, yeah. there will be polka music, right? <laughs> we'll all be dumping our kielbasas into the harbor right off of the USS Sullivan's. <laughs> We'll all find out together. <laughs> Who the hell is Alice? <laughs> uh, well, is that news of the week? I think that is that a good that does yeah. as a rapper? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening to the Square Slow News Week. You know, sometimes we go long, sometimes we go short, uh, but we always go. That's the most important thing. We are always going. We're always there for you. So, if you'd like to be there for us with your hearts, your minds, your follows and likes, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, you could follow us. Uh, we don't post on Instagram much. I'm sorry. We're lazy. Uh, but follow us on Twitter. You know, we retweet the episodes. We do some some goofs, some some japes, some laughs. If you'd like to support us with your wallet, with your hard-earned American dollars, please follow us on Patreon. We are at the Square Podcast on Patreon. $5 a month gets you, well, the warm and fuzzy su- for supporting uh, us and the things that we do, which will, in the near future, include... Patreon exclusive episodes of topics of our choosing could be anything. Uh, if there's something, in fact, if there's something that you want us to talk about, please let us know. Join our Discord. Um, you know, say say something you'd like to talk about. Hey, if you're even cool enough, we might have you on to talk with us on one of our very special Patreon episodes. So we will brainstorm for good content and good stuff. Uh, but yeah, the Discord community, bump in. Great people, great times, great convos. 
on there. Gavin, our our boy Gavin is uh yeah, Gavin. Gavin drinks Hayburner, yeah, our yeah. moderator du jour or moderator, not du jour, of all time. He's the number one, A one. Yep. So we love you, Gavin. We love the Discord peeps. If you'd like to hop on, please do so. Square podcast on Discord. And uh anything else I'm missing here, Jim? I think that's pretty good. All right, thanks guys. Yep. Yeah.